Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. This is the show for women who are tired of feeling tired. They're sick of the to-do lists and the constant juggling of balls and spinning of plates, and they are ready to start putting themselves first again. Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Best Self Podcast. It's your host, Nicola Fulstow, and welcome to today's podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the reasons why you should stop playing safe and instead inspire yourself more through the magic of thinking really big. Now, even as I say this myself, I can feel people recoiling and feeling fearful and be like, oh my God, oh my God, what's she going to make me do? But really today, it's all about just inspiring you to just step up that little bit more, to dream bigger, to hope bigger, to wish bigger, to get in touch with that inner child again, that kid who was six years old and, you know, for me, you know, I was going to be on stage. I was going to be like a major dancer. I was going to own a hotel. I also wanted to own a farm, you know, to get in touch with that person, that kid, that spirit that made you so excited to know what life could unfold for you. The reason for this podcast has come about because, funnily enough, the other week, I was having a tidy out and clearing out some cupboards and I came across this book by Michael Schwartz, which was a book my dad gave to me. I was maybe 14 at the time and it was called The Magic of Thinking Big. And this was like sort of right at the beginning of my sort of whole journey into self-development and, you know, learning about people like Anthony Robbins, Jim Rohn, Dig Ziglar, all these, you know, all the old school guys, you know, uh, Jack Black, and really starting to find my way in terms of using your mind, using your vision, your creativity to not only inspire you, but also to have fun, to believe in yourself, to take action. You know what? After I had children, For quite a long time, I lost that part of myself. I lost the ability to think big. And it is still very much a work in progress getting that back. And I'll tell you why that is. I'm going to share with you why that is. And it's because I lost who I was for a while. I lost that confidence because I became very, very focused being a new mum on just quite honestly trying to survive the day, (laughs) trying to get through the day with everything and everyone intact. And my life as a new mum became really, really small. The opposite of big thinking. My life was just, you know, trying to make decisions like what on earth do I make them to eat today? How do I get them to eat fruit or vegetables? That was my world. And it became very, very small. And it's only really been the last few years as I stepped up to be managing director at Sona, which is our family business. And it forced me quite abruptly to be out of my comfort zone and to start thinking bigger. That started to really get in touch with myself and those dreams again. And I think being a mum, especially being a mum 
to a child of additional needs and, and sort of finding my way with that and then being a mum to another child who had completely different needs, who's highly sensitive, my focus became for a long time in a bad way about controlling the day-to-day routines because so much of my day fell out of my control that at the time, big thinking really wasn't a priority. I was in survival mode. And obviously over the years, we are growing as a family, we're changing, we're adapting, you know, the girls are growing and expanding all the time. And, you know, recently we had the most amazing family holiday in Greece. And it was funny, it was a real full circle moment because we actually booked this place. And then when we were booking it, It looked different, but we'd actually been there when our first child was born. So she was only months old and we had already had this holiday booked. And it was the same place. Halkidiki in Greece is honestly such a stunning place. The most beautiful sunsets really is gorgeous. And we found ourselves back there with both the girls at the ages of nine and seven now in a very, very different place as a family. But as a person, as a woman, as an individual, I felt completely different. I felt like I had grown so much in myself. But as I was there, I remembered almost the previous self that was there. And she was still in the early stages of motherhood and still very much believed that anything was possible. The word autism was nowhere in our vocabulary. You know, it wasn't in our life. She was only months old. You know, we were just relishing being new parents. We still just had all these enormous hopes and dreams for everything else in our life that it hadn't occurred to us that we might encounter really challenging times. And really the last decade, you know, has been that. It has been challenging. It's been challenging in our marriage as parents. It's been challenging financially at times. My health has been massively challenged. I've really struggled with weights for a number of years. And going back there this year and having the most amazing time, it just felt so much like growth. And I felt this person, this person who could think big, who could dream big, return. And as I was tidying up the other day, I came across, it was almost like, I don't know, it was maybe a sign or something, but I was tidying up and I came across this book that I have not seen for probably 15 years, The Magic of Thinking Big. And I thought, okay, maybe it's time to start dreaming again and not just dreaming, but believing that my dreams are possible. And really the the beginnings of that was this podcast. It was an idea that I'd had for years, but just didn't have the guts, quite frankly, to embark upon it because I was so caught up in thinking, oh, will anyone listen to it? Will anyone, oh, what's the point of it? No one will listen. And who am I to do a podcast? What have I got to say? Turns out I've got a lot to say. (laughs) A lot. And also turns out that I might not have the biggest reach. I might not have the biggest downloads and I really don't care because the people who I connect with, the people who do listen to my podcast so matter so, so much to me 
that I love that connection with them. I love the feedback that I get. I love the way that I'm connecting with people through my experiences, through their experiences, where we're all learning together. And it's come from this vision of thinking big. So I really wanted to do this podcast today to honor the dreams that I had as a child, the dreams that you had as a child, maybe the dreams that you had maybe even only a few years ago, but you've been so beaten down by life that you've not believed you were possible, that you've stopped having that faith in yourself, you've stopped having that hope that they can come true. That's who I'm talking to today. That's who this podcast is for. So if she's listening, turn the volume up a little bit. Let her grow a little bit bigger with every minute that passes in this podcast. Let that little dream grow and grow and grow. Because I do believe that there is such power in the magic of thinking big. I think we're kind of taught the opposite in school because we're told to aim for We've got to make all our goals smart, haven't we? S-M-A-R-T, smart. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. And whilst I think that's a really good way to approach short-term goals, it's really important. I actually think the achievable bit is vital to making progress. You know, it's like your next step. It's chunking things down in a way to make it, believable that you can make progress. But when it actually comes to the big vision, I believe it should feel kind of slightly, I don't know, dreamlike. Like, is it possible? Can I do it? And even though some people might think, well, look, on the bright side, you know, it can get you excited, but if you're looking at the bad side of it, then if it's if it's not attainable, then you're going to feel like a failure. If you don't achieve that dream, you'll feel like a failure. And I understand that thinking. It's kind of like this idea of false hope, I guess. But I suppose that little dreamer in me, the kid in me who did have a massive imagination and, and wanted just loads of life experiences, doesn't really want to buy into that. Whilst I get that being fixated on one vision and it can only be that and you have to have that in order to be happy. Yeah, that's bad. But having hopes and dreams that you want to aim for that you think could be fun or like, what if this happened? I think that's something that could add a lot of juice in people's life that could inspire, that could could motivate. So that's where I want to go with this podcast. And I am going to give you six reasons to go big or go home, as they say. (laughs) But no, to go big, to dream big, to get back in touch with that vision. And I'm going to go right in there now. Number one, do you know what? There's less competition at the top. There's less competition for huge, life-changing roles, dreams, accomplishments. Because most people don't believe they can get there So because they don't believe it, they don't even try. So actually, when it comes to the big stuff, I reckon there's less competition, don't you? So for me, that's kind of like, well, let's go. Number two, what's that saying, that famous saying? Shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. I love that. Because I think it means that wherever you're aiming for, 
it doesn't really matter because the progress you make along the way during the journey will probably take you further than you ever imagined. There might even be detours that you didn't expect that blow your mind, that are life-changing. So I am all for shooting for the moon, but landing amongst the stars. Number three, to dream feels kind of indulgent. It does feel like a dream, but dreams really get you inspired. The big vision is what drives you, is what motivates you, is what moves you emotionally. It's your why, because you know why you want that dream. You know what feelings it will give you. When you stand in your dream, you know how that feels and it's that feeling that you're after. Now, you don't need the dream to feel the feeling, but God, it gets you inspired. So, you know, use your dreams to inspire you, to move you, to motivate you. Number four, when internally you feel like you've set your sights on something bigger, bigger than where you are right now, bigger than your current situation, you feel like you're committed to make changes in the moment, to start breaking that down into smaller goals, to chunk down and to stay more consistent. So I think setting big goals, big visions, big dreams and and being inspired by that and motivated by that, you kind of sort of being okay with the fact that there's no quick fix here. There's no shortcut. You know, it's a journey. And because you're just sort of committed to taking one step in front of the other, then you become more accepting of the journey, more open to enjoying the journey rather than hitting that goal. Smart goals will give you a direction, but they're not necessarily inspiring. You know, if you say to yourself, I want to lose a stone, therefore I want to lose one pound this week. You're focused, but are you inspired? Whereas when you say, I want to be a role model to others, I, I want to be in a position where I'm in the best shape of my life, where I've lost you know, the excess fat, I'm toned, I'm lean, and I'm in a position where then I can teach others how to do that and I can contribute to their wellness. And, you know, that's a dream. That's something that inspires you, motivates you. Losing a pound is not. Number five, I just think from a very basic level, why settle for less when you can dream big? You're more than that. You're worth more than that. So why settle? And number six, If you're going to pursue anything, if you're going to put energy, time, focus, emotion into anything, you might as well make it your dream life. Because surely the closer and closer you get to this, even one tiny step towards that dream life is not going to be a bad thing. So just to live life requires energy, thought, focus action. So if you're going to apply that anywhere, you might as well start applying it to your dream life. You've got one life. So you might as well make it as close to your dream on as you possibly can. And this is not to say, obviously, that you need to be attached to a dream, to a vision. 
it can't be based on, I can only be happy if X, Y, and Z, if I achieve my dream life. That's not what this is about. It's the opposite of this. It's being inspired by a vision and then enjoying the journey along the way, seeing what unfolds, but just aiming for something further on from where you are, higher than where you are in your mind, something that will make you feel unbelievably good. And personally, I can't see the harm in trying for that. So what are some questions that can get you to thinking bigger? And I'm just going to reel these off. So if you've got your journal to hand, start writing them in your journal, because these are questions that you can just look back to when you're feeling like you need some inspiration, when you're feeling like, you know, you want to think bigger, but you're just sort of a bit too much in your day-to-day life. And hopefully these questions can just, you know, spark that fire again. So I'm just going to reel them off. How do you want to leave the world a better place than you found it? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Who inspires you? What have you been doing where time has just flown by and you've just had the best day ever? Who do you get pleasure from serving? You know, who do you enjoy working with, working for? What are your strengths? What are your passions? What are you good at? What would other people say you were good at? What do other people come to you for? What's your thing? What do you want to learn? How do you want to grow as a person? What things make you feel present, peaceful and happy? What do you never want to regret? Where did you always see yourself being as an adult when you were a child? Who did you want to be? What does your community need more of? What does your family, your children, your friends, what do they need more of? What would make them happier? What does the world need less of? How do you want to be remembered when it comes to how you make people feel? And they are just some questions to get your juices flowing, to sort of spark some inspiration and ideas so you can start thinking bigger. Because the problem with playing it safe is that you don't really progress. You do the same thing and you get the same results that you've always gotten. Playing it safe allows you to feel certain and secure and safe. And in many ways, as people, we need that. We need that security. We need to know we're okay. So thinking big, like I'm saying about in my own life, it comes when you're ready. Sometimes you're not in a place, you know, where you're faced with lots of challenges where you can think big. You're just not in that place. You're in survival mode or, you know, you're in a period of reflection or planning. But I always think such a great period for reflection and thinking about what you want from life is the summer. So I really wanted to get this out there so you can be pondering on the reasons why you should stop playing it safe and start inspiring yourself through the magic of thinking big again.
Thank you so much for listening today. You have been listening to the Best Self Podcast and I am your host, Nicola Fullstow. Please, I would love it if you connect with me on Instagram at the Best Self Project UK and drop me a DM. I'd love to know what you thought about today's show and I'd love to know if you are now feeling more inspired to think big and if so, what are your dreams? Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you next Monday. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Self Podcast today. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If so, be sure to subscribe and you would also massively be helping a girl out if you would rate and review the podcast today. I would love to know what you thought. Be sure to follow us on social media at The Best Self Project and I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.